The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University Podcast. It sounds good. I like, it sounds good, I like yeah. the difference. I, have yeah. to get, I almost got weirded out when you said it again. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. That's so what yes, we're So yes, we are now known as the Dad University Podcast. This episode is 215, and we are going to talk about building confidence in your child. Okay. Who doesn't want their child to be confident? Right. You want a confident child if you were going to have one. And sure. I have two of them. And I want to be I a would... confident child to my mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's an attractive quality. That's the thing. You know, adults find that, you know, being confident is 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 a valuable thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not something that we're necessarily born with, but we can build it up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's easier than we think. I mean, that's, um, you know, it, it might not be something that you realize as a parent that you're inhibiting your child from becoming confident, but we are. Yeah. I mean, we often do things. And so um, in this podcast, we're going to cover six different ways that you can help your child be confident. Okay. Um, and so it, I want to describe confidence as like a muscle. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are kind of like a muscle. It's, <laughs> you know, not everybody is born with a lot of confidence. You know, some people have a little bit, others have more. But if you train it properly, like a muscle, mm-hmm. you can build it up pretty darn big. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it is something that is trainable and um, learnable. Yeah. If that's a word. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, <I think>. <laughs> everythingable. <laughs> everythingable. Uh, I, I, I think that it's something that you can train and you can work towards and you can help your child do that they can build up their confidence. Yeah. So I want to go over a couple of different ways, six different ways that you can do that. First one. Stop doing everything for them. I just, I got to repeat that one. Uh, Stop doing everything for them. And this means getting them dressed, carrying their backpack to school, tying their shoes, making their lunch. If they, and granted, it's all age specific, but I'll give you an example, like carrying their backpack. Mm -hmm. If they are old enough to have a backpack because they're going to school, mm-hmm. they are old enough to carry it themselves. Right. That's it. Yeah. I see it all the time. I see kids in third, gr- second grade that I've seen their parents tying their shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're six years old, seven. I, it just doesn't make sense that they are not being taught how to do it. Now, special needs, I'm not forget. I mean, that's a different story. Sure. But we're talking about in general, Parents are doing too much for their kids. Mm -hmm. And while your intention in doing so is really good, you're hindering their growth. Right. You know, stop doing those things for them. They can make their own lunch. They can, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if you prepare things in a certain way, like, you know, you could, you know, especially if they're doing like lunch meats or something like, like it's not that hard. Maybe they won't zip lock, you know, the, the bags properly, but right. like they, like they can, they can put, they can spread the stuff on their lunch on, or on the, on the bread. They can, they can do those kinds of things. They're totally capable of it at, at certain ages. Now yes. I'm not saying, you know, this yeah, is I don't know, right out of the womb, <laughs> but it's, but we often don't give our kids enough credit and we don't allow them 
to do those things for themselves. Yeah. You know, parents think it's like, well, you know, it goes too slow or, you know, they, they need help. Mm-hmm. But if you're not allowing them to do it, they're not going to have the chance. And just like everybody, if you practice at it enough, you'll become better at it. Exactly. So you got to practice at some point. Yeah. And, and we just, as parents, don't realize how much we are doing for them. Yeah. And, you know, I, I give an example, like maybe you're at a park and the child or even at dinner, but the child like hands you trash mm. and says like, hey, can you throw this away? You say, no, you're totally capable of throwing this away. Mm-hmm. Why don't you know the trash is right over there? Now, I'm not saying you don't go and do things for your child. Sure. And, you know, hey, I'm you know, grabbing it. But <laughs> oftentimes this would be like, oh, can you do this or can you do that? Yeah. No, you the can simple go task like, that they have like, like, can you give me a drink? Yeah. No, yeah. you can go you get got, yourself a drink. How about you go get the drink? Right. You're totally capable. And I make it in a positive way. Like you're totally capable of doing that on your own. <laughs> I, I really believe in you. What are your legs broken? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um I like it's like I said. I mean, it's fine to do nice things for each other and help each other, but like you, you want to be mindful of allowing your child to do things for themselves, and that actually builds their confidence. It gives them confidence that they can do it themselves. And conversely, I don't know if, we, if you're going into this. I, I'm a master of saying things that might be a segue into other things, <laughs> but um, I, I think that you know, if you give them tasks that normally it wouldn't be affiliated with a kid. You give me more confidence because you're saying, hey, why don't you help out with this thing? It'd be that, great for you to help. That would be one of the items that we're talking about. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> Maybe you should read the show notes. I should notes. probably read the show notes a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. but like, I think I, that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah, great. You're giving people a little bit of you know, a little tasters, a little tasters. Yeah, that's teasers. Yeah, teasers. Teasers. Um, <laughs> number two, let them fail. So... I recently did a video about this and we also did an episode Yeah, um, that why failing is good for your kids and they need to learn how to get up after getting knocked down and at the same time, understand that it is totally okay to fail. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. Not going to think less of you. Nothing. Yeah. You know, we're not going to abandon them when they fail. It's like letting them fail doesn't mean you're just you're leaving them. Right. But what it does mean is that we're there for your support. We're helping you learn and we'll encourage you. But when you fail, you allow them to fail and how you handle that fail uh, is important because you're allowing them to get up and do it again and help build their confidence so they can try again. Mm -hmm. And that's where being okay to fail is something that's very important. Yeah. Uh, Your kids need to know it's fine. Yeah. Like, Okay, no big deal. You know, you lost or, you know, you you didn't win this. You didn't make this. You it this broke, you know, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the idea of failing is totally fine. We all do it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just try again. Uh, number four. I'm sorry. Number three. Give them unconditional love. So feeling loved and accepted is a foundation for confidence. Mm-hmm. It's very important that a child feels loved and accepted. Whether they fail or succeed, they need to know that they are loved. And sure. so that goes along with the failing part. Sure, yeah. That it doesn't matter even if you fail, I still love you, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know. Um that's a that's an often or a, a, something that happens quite often in our house where the child, our child will say something wanting kind of praise, 
in a sense where they're like, Hey, you know what I did? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, we'll do the whole, Hey, well, how'd that make you feel? You, mm-hmm. you, you must've worked really hard for that or whatever. Um, and at the same time saying, well, guess what? If you would have failed it, I would have still loved you. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. You know, like I, you know, and, and kind of, I mean, saying it in a d- different way. Yeah. So you don't want to pull like, back into the negative. Like, thing. Hey, do you want to know what though? If you would have failed that, or if you would have not gotten a good grade on your test, guess what? I still love you. Mm. It doesn't matter. And, and kind of just reiterating that mm. over and over again so that they know that. Mm. Because that's, that's, I think, a big problem for children is that they feel like they have to succeed in order to be loved. Mm-hmm. And that's a really bad feeling as you grow up mm-hmm. to feel like you have to do even doing things wrong, like even making mistakes and getting in trouble. Yeah. It doesn't mean it has nothing to do with my love for you. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the fact is like you said this horrible thing or you did this horrible thing. doesn't matter. Like I didn't like it. Right. It has nothing to do with my love for you. Like yeah. I still think you're wonderful, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. So um, that's a really, really important thing. And so they need to know same thing. The mistakes are okay. They'll be loved no matter what. And the, that unconditional love will help build their confidence. Yeah. That's a really, really important thing. Uh, number four, praise and encouragement is internally focused. So we mentioned this a lot. I just, in fact, I just talked about it where instead of saying, I'm so proud of you, you're going to say, you know, you should be really proud of yourself. So maybe instead of saying great job, you say you did it. Mm-hmm. Or instead of saying, you know, hey, I like that you cleaned your room. You would say something like you cleaned your room. That probably feels great. Mm-hmm. So we want them to feel good internally rather than looking for the outside sources for praise. And because what can happen is if that outside praise is not there or when they go to look for it, what happens? And they're going to not feel very good. So we want the positive feelings to come from within and that helps build their confidence. Um, it's it's You can kind of think of it in this way where if if they're relying on outside forces all the time, mm-hmm. there are going to be times where they're not going to get it. Mm. If they rely on themselves, it's always available. Right. And that's the idea is that, you know, and it's just a lot easier when they are able to do it for themselves. So anytime my child says something like that, where, Hey, I did this or I did that, or, Hey, do you know what? I just, you know, whatever I always, it's how did that make you feel? Yeah. You must've worked really hard. Mm. You know, you should be proud of yourself, you know, and it's all about them. It has nothing to do with me and Mm. my praise for it. And that's why I said when I asked my children, like, hey, do you think I'm proud of you? And they said, absolutely. Mm. I've never said that. Right. I've never said, like, I'm so proud of you. I've yeah. just never said that. Yeah. Um, And th- they feel that I am. Yeah. And that's because of that. And they feel good about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> until therapy. <laughs> <laughs> right. My dad never told me he was yeah. proud of me. He never told me he was proud of me. <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Number five, and I think, Alan, you may have alluded to this uh, a little ahead of schedule. Foreshadow. Uh, Number five, give them age-appropriate tasks. So feeling needed is a valuable thing. 
And so whether you want to call them tasks or chores or responsibilities, totally up to you. I like calling them responsibilities. It's a better name for it. Yeah. Just sounds, rings better. Yeah. And so children gain confidence by contributing and knowing that what they are doing is helping the family. Yeah. That is the same thing in the workplace. Yeah. You know, you manage people, you know that when you give them tasks and they're able to feel like they're contributing to the, the greater good of the company, yeah. that feels really good and builds up their confidence. For sure. They get to contribute. They get to feel a part of it. Yeah. And it's the same thing with your children. Yeah. So they may complain about the cleaning and the tasks and the doing dishes and, you know, all that stuff. But it's actually helping them build confidence. Yeah, for sure. I think also, you know, with things that are like social events and, you know, they're kind of I've seen I've seen this actually firsthand where uh, there's a house party going on and the kid is like helping serve hors d'oeuvres mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's cute for one. Yeah. It's adorable. But also that kid's getting confident and really totally. helping out. They're, they're totally contributing to what's going on and they're helping the people cook and all that other stuff. And so if they're kind of being seen as, oh, this is a more adult type of stuff, yeah. but I'm actually part of this whole thing, um, then I feel like they're going to get a lot more confident from that. Yeah, because they're, yeah. they're also being socialized in an adult manner. It's not like, oh, kids go play. It's like, hey, why don't you help out with the stuff that the adults are doing? And um, in uh, granted, there weren't a lot of kids in that at that yeah, party. Yeah, no, but that makes me, sense. But, but you yeah. know, then then they're like, oh, I'm contributing. I'm, I'm letting people know, and they're letting me know what they want, and I will go help them out with that. And right. so they're being involved, and it's like you're socializing them into an environment that they're probably going to have to get used to as they get older. Yep. They're not going to be around kids all the time. Totally. Yeah. No, that makes sense. It's, it, it is. It's in giving them those tasks will help definitely build yeah. their confidence. So, yeah. Um, and then number six, let them make decisions. So even when kids are really young, you know, giving them options, giving them two options, and you have to be okay with either option, is a good way of building their confidence because they, they, they want to be able to make those decisions on themselves. I mean, who doesn't like to be able to make those decisions and have choices right? and where you feel like you're in control and that will help build their confidence as well. You know, this can be something simple. It's, it's, Hey, do you want to go upstairs, you know, fast, like a cheetah or slow, like a turtle, you know, when the child's really small, you know, or do you want Turkey for lunch or ham, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're okay with either option. Mm -hmm. You're okay with the fact that whether they want to go up the stairs slow or fast, like you don't care as long as they go up the stairs, as long as they go up the stairs. That's like that. Yeah. And we say that like, um, like even bath time, like, do you want to brush your teeth before you take a bath yeah. or after you take a bath? <laughs> right. You know, it's like, cause you're brushing your teeth and taking a bath. So it's <laughs> yeah. not like you can reverse the order, but yeah. you got to do it either way, but you get to choose. And so that, that, those kinds of things would actually really work well. And, <laughs> and I remember doing that quite a bit and I still do that. <laughs> right. Um, and these small choices become bigger choices as they get older. Yeah. You know, obviously, um, allowing them to choose, larger things, bigger, significant things in their own lives, rather than you telling them what to do, you know, you're giving them those options and they become, you know, more confident in making those decisions. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, overall confidence is something we want for all of our children. It's, it's a good value to have in life of being confident. Um, and there's a lot of things that go with that, Yeah, you know? And so, I, you know, I think that if you follow these six things and you can allow them to make their decisions, you give them unconditional love, et cetera, 
I think they're just going to be a lot more confident as they grow. Yeah, so. for sure. So we'd love to hear from you, Alan. If anybody has any feedback or questions or comments about building confidence in their children, yeah. what should they do? They should email us, podcast at daduniversity.com. That'd be a great place to start. Maybe hit us up on various social media channels. Most of them will have Dad University or Dad Univ, D-A-D-U-N-I-V. Um, usually that's the at sign for the other Twitter, channels. Instagram. Twitter and Instagram. Yep. And uh, go to YouTube, Dad University stuff there. Um, a lot of great videos from Jason on that subject matter. And um, you know, at some point, we'll get the podcast even on the, on the YouTube. Maybe. We maybe might. Maybe. We're thinking about it. Yeah. Um, well, now with a new studio, that's what we got to do. Dude, so. yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. So, and, and then... Uh, a 14 if, camera shoot. It's kind of like the Matrix. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We have a Matrix style. Oh, geez. That, okay. We'll, we'll talk. One camera is fine. I think, yeah. Single camera might be fine, too. We're pushing it. Um, but then also, you know, if nothing else, go to the place that you're listening to us right now and leave a review, a five-star review or a thumbs up or a like, uh, and subscribe to all of those channels uh, wherever you are. It really helps me with you. The show. Awesome. Well, Alan, as always, thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time. See you next time.